This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 129. I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. Hello and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese movie Goodfellas, one back-turning minute at a time. I am Josh Flanagan. I'm here with Ron Richards. Hello. And Connor Kilpatrick. I got to turn my back on you now, Josh. What did I do? I'm you sorry. Know. You know what you did. Sorry. I swear on my kids. <laughs> 
Anyway, this minute starts with uh, Henry making whiny excuses. <laughs> and, it, and it ends. It ends. It really does. Coming. It really yeah, did. <laughs> and it ends with Henry coming to a stark realization. Well, no sausages in this minute. None, although you can well, we, hear them. We do have, and Josh mentioned this yesterday, is the almost overwhelming sound of the sausages being cooked, which has done nothing for my lack of sausage in my life. It's still, I, I can, I, it's almost worse because there's something visceral about that sound. But also, sort I don't of know like, what kind of house you keep, but at any point, there is sausage available to be made here. Is it I always don't. cooking? No, but I'm saying, you know, if you if I needed to right now, I could have sausage going in five minutes. What kind of sausage, though? Is this like fucking Jimmy Dean shit, or is it actual Italian sausage? No, it's store-brand Italian sausage. It's good okay. stuff. It's fine. All right. All right. What do you get? Can you, you, get really, the... can you really get good stuff in, in the backwoods of, of Kentucky or wherever oh, yeah, you live? There's, there's, a, there's a meat. There's a, there's a good meat store here. Yeah? I'm going to cook all their meat. And they, they do homemade sausages that are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, fresh sausages. Yeah, yeah. The store brand Italian sausage isn't so bad here. The the, the grocery store I go to. Are they? Uh, is there any? Is there any Italian connection to it at all? Or is it? He mm-hmm. does have European style breads, Connor. European style. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have cigarettes? No. No. no it's it's actually it's like a just a food store. It's not a it's not a it's, it's not, not a gas a, station. He's not a butcher. No, it's a butcher. I mean, they've it's got a, a meat counter. It's a butcher. Yeah, yeah. They have they have great steaks. Although they don't list sausage specifically on their website under the pork, they it just changes. They just have chops, roasts, tenderloin, ribs. So it's, Henry's ashamed. is the sound of the cook cooking sausage a heavy handed way of saying Henry's cooked? Oh, I feel like it has to be because it is so present and so loud. It's kind of it's either way. It's just that. It just or it just adds to that unease. It, it does add to the, the uncomfortable thing. nature. I mean, I'm I'm very uncomfortable. There's 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 uncomfortable because conversations. There's the sound happening. I'm hungry. I don't know what to do. This is yeah. theoretically sort of this is a big turning point for Henry. This is a really important thing for him that's happening right now. How this meeting goes, and Polly is making lunch. Yep. You know, if you want to think about, and we see how it ends. I mean, like, is he's he didn't stop making lunch. He didn't tell somebody else. You know, take over this sausage. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because again, I said earlier in the week how um how they were playing fast and loose with what really happened in the book and in real life. For, and this is a major what, what, change. This is a major, major change. Um, in that, in as as is explained in the book, uh, this is not Henry at this meeting with Pauly. Rather, it is Karen. Henry is still in jail, and Karen's the one who goes to see Pauly. Um, and basically. Everything that happens in the scene, and exactly to the to handing the money and the and what you know what he uh, you know we'll get to what, do that tomorrow yeah yeah what he said yeah what and but what he says in this minute, which I think is honestly one of the most powerful things ever, and we'll get to that in a second. But all happened to Karen and not Henry. Um, and now that that's the thing from a filmmaking standpoint, I get why it's more it, it makes sense for it to be Henry, but right. it's just funny that it wasn't, you know. Um. What, what but I, also, but also, no, no word of if he was cooking sausages in real life. No, yeah, and, no mention and, of sausages. And if so, yeah. were they sweet or spicy? We don't. We have Can no we call back, Uslin. We have no insight <laughs> into that. Um, what what I what I thought was particularly touching in the book, at least, is that uh, Karen says that uh, at the end of their meeting, uh, when Polly turned away from her, she could see that he was crying. 
which I thought was pretty sad. Because, and that ties into what happens to the line here, which is, you know, Henry, you know, comes full of apology, full of, you know, you know, tr- you know, owning up to what he's done, and then he gets around to why he's there, and that he's got nothing, and that he needs help, you know, and Paul, the look Paul Servino gives Henry, like it cuts from Henry, and, and Henry's doing that thing where he's like a kid who's got caught, like got caught, he's like looking down, and he's shuffling, right, and the look that Paulie gives him is just like a combination of disgust and disappointment, and just a lot of emotion going on there. Well, he he he's always had sort of a you know he's the father yeah. figure that he's since you know for thirty years now. Yeah. And uh, Henry never disappointed him. Yeah, exactly. Great. This is a great Sorvino scene. Especially, there's a little head move he does. Well, yeah. At after the end, after the line, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just great. So he so what happens is that so Henry asks you know I need help and so Paulie gives him the look and then he takes a wad of cash out of his pocket and hands it to him um, and Henry's start at this point Henry starts visibly crying. Uh, my also question, kind of counting it, which I feel like is a bad move. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, well, that was my question: was that was this just what Paulie had on him, yes. or did he know that this meeting was going to happen and that Paul that Henry needed money and that that he pulled aside this uh, this wad of money for no, Henry? That's what he had on him. So he just gave him everything he had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is a lot. We'll yeah, get into how much tomorrow? Yeah, but, well, yeah, yeah. But he also, but I just, I, I cannot harp on this enough. Henry sort of starts leafing through it. And it's just kind of yes. like, yeah, really. You're already on thin ice. That's yeah. my note. Is yeah. it, is it cool to count the money there? Yeah, no, and it's not even. He's not even counting. He's just trying to get a feel for it to see, like, is this hundreds or is this twenties? Like that's what I feel like he's doing. I think he's counting it. But he's trying to get a feel for what. He's what kind of ta- counting it. What are we he's talking a- for? Yeah, he's, <laughs> I- he's estimating it. He's yes. eyeballing it. Yeah. Um. Well, that's like when you're a kid and you get a birthday card, like. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna look at the card briefly, but you don't care. Yeah, yeah. You want to know what's in there, right? Um, and so then after he uh, he kind of feebly attempts to count it, it cuts back to Paulie, and this is like the this is the Paul Servino moment is that he looks at Henry and then he looks away. It's a subtle look away, right? I know how we talk about the <laughs> lookaways. Um, it's a subtle look away where he's almost thinking about what is he gonna say next. And then he makes eye contact with Henry again, and he goes, and now i got to turn my back on you. And then does this subtle head tilt like Connor mentioned. Yep. You know, like, this is it. And honestly, this one line kills me every time because this is what I'm afraid of in life. Someone, <laughs> someone doing this to me. Like, this is, like, this, is the, this is Henry's father figure, his rock, and it's the, and now i got to turn my back on you. Like it's, An excommunicating it's, you. Yes, yeah. It's horrifying. I, I'm getting choked up talking about it. It gets you every time. It does. It really does. So, don't do drugs, kids. Or sell them. That's our list. That's our lesson for this episode. Don't do drugs or sell them. That's, that's all we got out of this movie. But but ser- but seriously, go back and go back and look at the just that Sor- the Sorvino being Sorvino. I thought you were gonna say sausage again. <laughs> well, let's look at the let's rewind to the sausage too. The sausage make you feel good, and then the Torino makes you feel bad. I, I never, I it's never emotional roller coaster. I never saw the look away before until we, we were analyzing it at this look, level. It's a great look away. It's because it's because he's because up to that moment, I think he's not sure he's gonna say it. Right. It, it's heartbreaking for him, and that goes back to the book where he was crying after the meeting with Karen, which is like just shows how decimating this is. Do we know where this is taking place? Um, in Je- Nor- Jeffkins in real life, it was Jeffkins bar. It was Jeff, on, yeah, Jeff, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go Fuck. on. Tom. Is this is this Polly's joint? Jeffkins sounds like some sort of branded toy. Also, 
you know, for the very last second of this minute, we get to see a wide shot of the of where they actually are. You think that this is happening in private, but it's it's not. He's cooking the sausage in the middle of that room. Yeah. I mean, everyone else is sort of probably pretending like they can't hear what's going on, but they can all hear what's going on. Yeah. So that's kind of the, even the dagger on top of it is that whoever this old couple is sitting with Tootie, like two feet from them. <laughs> so it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, so as mentioned in the book, it was uh, Jeffkin's Bar, which was on Flatlands Avenue. Um, but it was actually shot at, it was filmed at where the scene was. It was filmed at... 228 West Houston Street at Varick Street in the West Village of Manhattan. You can see the 228 out the window. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, over, over, I mean on, the, on the front of the building over yeah. the shoulder. It was a place called Martin's Bar and Grill. And uh, you can go there today and get a foot long because it's now a subway. <sighs> God damn it. Yep. So there you God go. Damn it. At least it wasn't a boutique shoe store. <laughs> at least. But uh, what? Yeah. what is it supposed to be in the movie, though? It's just a, a restaurant. It's, just a, it's a social club. Bar. It's a bar. Yeah, it's a social club. But it's yeah. not a bar. Because I remember, what does he know about restaurants? Now, that was a long right. time ago. But he learned a lot about restaurants. Well, that just, was, that was, we, we discussed that. That was facetious. Yeah, yeah if, there was, if it was a restaurant, he wouldn't be on a plug in grill right now. This, yeah, so I was trying but, to figure but, out. But there is some sort of grill esque thing he's working There's a hood. At. Yeah, there's a, there, it looks like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a social club. Like well, it's, got, it's got part of the things that they need, but not everything. It's not fully tricked out. I feel like we're not supposed to think about it too much. Probably. I think that's where we're going. I think we're supposed to be more focused on the uh, head tilt after now i got to turn my back on you. And now I got to choke up? And now i got to uh, – a little bit. It's just it's, – oh, it's powerful. It's powerful stuff. Well, my extremely interesting fun fact for this episode is that the sizzle of the sausage almost makes me more hungry than the image of the sausage from yesterday. <laughs> is that a fact or is that more of a feeling? It's a fact. <laughs> I am more hungry today than I was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a lot happening in this minute. Yeah. <laughs> so all I could focus on was the sound, and that is the fact. That is a fact, Jack. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Connor's turned a corner. Like you remember earlier in this process when I was like, "Wow, you're really bringing it with those fun facts. This is great." And I now I got to turn my back on you. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, you know, don't. That's not something to take lightly, Josh. So, don't joke about that. So as far as as far as I could tell, Jeff, Jeffkin's bar was a. I mean, it's a it's it's a fairly bit of a landmark in the Canarsie Brooklyn area. You know, um, I just I just did a quick I just did a quick search. Just go to Google and type in Jeffkin's bar, and you get a lot of mentions of mob history, but then also just like like random stories of people vomiting in front of the bar and you know just like you know just like it just seems like one of those places that have always been there you know I, uh, I think that's interesting so maybe it was a real working place just this is during the day yeah well yeah during the day by the way during the day at one of those bars it never looks very good right no, it's not a good place to be so well alright the fuck <laughs> go out ahead. yeah go ahead the fuck out for this minute is zero and I right. suppose that is all we have that's oh, all I've for got this one. I'm going to go ahead on the limb there. And now i got to uh, turn my back minute. on you. That is going to do it for minute 129. We're going to turn it back on minute 129. Um, and favorite line of the movie, Ron? How can you pick one? No, I think my, 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 it changes a lot. My new favorite line is, uh, I'm just going to make all these. I'm going to make all this meat. Because <laughs> that's just great. 
It's so great. It's glorious. It's, it's new to us. It's like finding a new Beatles song. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Well, look, if, if we got nothing out of, nothing else out of doing the show, it's discovering a new catchphrase. Yes, yep. exactly. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow. It's going to serve us well for years to come. There could be in years. I mean, literally, we're going to be doing this till we're 50. At least. Then, Probably longer. And then the meat will kill us. Yeah. Oh, sure. So we got one thirty coming up tomorrow, and you can check us out on Twitter at Goodfellas Minute, on Instagram or Facebook at Goodfellas Minute. You can find uh, all of our other episodes at goodfellasminute.com or anywhere your podcasts are aggregated, as it turns out. <clears throat> you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash gfm, or you can go to goodfellasminute.com slash support, where you can find our Amazon affiliate link, where you can buy things uh, that you're going to buy anyway. But we get some of it. It's not hard to do. Why don't you just do it? Come on. We're sorry. And if you don't, we'll turn our back on you. Uh, if you have any questions, you can email us at contact at goodfellasminute.com. And I think that is going to do it. Tomorrow means we get to give somebody a mob name. Two, Two. Boy, that's fun. That's reason <laughs> enough to be a patron. You sound so thrilled. <laughs> I didn't even eat that much sausage today. We'll see you tomorrow. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is on.